Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to the Plant Power Podcast. We're also webcast as well, and uh, we, we have a fabulous show for you today, so don't go anywhere. But first, let me show some love to my sponsor, Curly. I'm excited because I'm heading over to uh, North Tampa on Saturday to have a grand opening for a new, a brand new Cure Leaf at 19416 Bruce B. Down. So on Saturday, that's going to be brand new opening up. So if everybody in that area looking for a dispensary, Cure leaves are popping up absolutely everywhere. We have one right down the street here in Gandhi. And every time you turn a corner, it seems to be a cure leave around. So we have a lot of choices, and cure leave is my choice. And all I say is try them out. I think they treat people better than anybody else out there, and I'm at a lot of them. So go check out my people at Cure Leaf. Now, they have a new strain coming out, Bubba Punch. And I've heard three people tell me I gotta get on it. So Saturday I'm going to the Cure Leaf and Bruce B. Downs and grab me some Bubba Punch and get right. Alright? Now Got a special show for you today because I met this young man a while ago at probably a bunch of events, and um, uh, he's a lawyer and somebody who's not. You are a lawyer, correct? I am. Okay, am, Mr. Mike Minardi, how are you, sir? Good to see you. I'm doing awesome. Good to see you. Great to see you, Esquire. Now, I, I have to ask if you're a lawyer because I know you're you're heavily involved with marijuana, and a lot of lawyers, doctors, and professionals seem to shy away from marijuana. <laughs> what, why are you drawn to marijuana, if I may ask? Well, honestly, this has been a lifelong dream for me, you know, since I read the book, Jack Herr's book, Emperor Wears No Clothes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I grew up in the, the early 90s, late 80s. Uh, the movie American Made is kind of about the Contra affair mm -hmm. and them letting drugs in, the CIA, and that mm -hmm. was all coming together at the same time. Sure. And, you know, the hypocrisy of this plant it really opened my eyes and it, it, it fed my fire for keep going it's pretty freaking <laughs> hypocritical when you really look at what's happening i think we're changing a little bit as a planet right now we still have a long way to go uh but listen right here with my notes on it happens to be something you left here at the cafe and uh it's basically a constitutional amendment uh initiative petition form uh and basically this is to get i guess marijuana legalized in florida that's correct. Okay. Our petition is a legalization petition and a home cultivation petition okay. to give this plant back to the people. You know, we're still fighting criminal cases throughout the state of mm -hmm. Florida. You know, people being faced with 15 years in prison for uh, a thousand grams of edibles. Right. You know, and, and that's what's happening here in the state. And it's wrong and it's got to stop. Mm. This is a plant that's been used for over 5,000 years and found in the oldest graves. And yet people are pr criminalized and persecuted mm -hmm. for it and lives ruined. And, and we have to end this and I'm doing everything we can to do so. And I appreciate that. And as a former athlete, mm -hmm. you know, Listen, I'm not defending anybody because while I played, I didn't smoke marijuana, okay? That's because I got drug tested, so I didn't mess with it. Mm -hmm. I smoke the hell out of some marijuana now, <laughs> and it helps helps me a lot. But back in the day, it only just seemed like marijuana was a reason for the cops to pull somebody over. Because listen, we all know that marijuana's never killed anybody. It, yep. really, it really never has. And when if you see, unfortunately, uh, a, a, a well-to-do African-American man in a car, and a nice car, I don't want to generalize, I'm going to generalize. More often than not, they're smoking weed in there. Yeah. But this is what's funny about <laughs> We're it. We're possessive. But so are, so, are, so are the wealthy lawyers. But for some reason, they don't get pulled over. Nope. So how much did the, the police, and I don't want you to dog it, because I know you would know better than anybody else. How much did the police use that as a crutch to, they, they're saying war on, on drugs, but I, it was a war on something else for me. 
Yeah, no, I, I mean, about as much as possible. And, you know, when I uh, was in college, mm -hmm. I had a race, politics, and media class. Mm -hmm. And one of the cops, he was a local cop, came in. He was an African-American okay. cop. And he says, we are told that if there's like one, one African-American and like three white people in a car, pull them over. And vice versa, if it's opposite. Just to pull them over because in all likelihood, they know something's happening. they're involved with drugs. Um, so, you know, and, and he acknowledged that. <laughs> Everyone's like, what? You know, but but that is, you know, this whole stuff that's going on in this crunchy with race and, and, and politics and policing mm -hmm. is it, it, just coming to light. But mm -hmm. This has been going on forever. It is 100 percent true. Mm -hmm. and, and with cannabis, especially and whether or not they have cannabis in the car. I love the cases where they actually yeah. don't find any, yeah. but they find some cocaine something. or something else. Yeah, exactly. It's an excuse that is indefensible because. Correct. A judge, 99.999% of a time, isn't going to believe if you say, officer, there's no way you smelt that. Yep. You know, I, I mean, we've had people arrested with stuff in, in double vacuum sealed bags mm -hmm. and the cop smells it. Like, yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, you're you can smell it, but you can't smell it, you put it to your face. But right. they're digging under your seats and everything like that. And listen, it sounds like we're making excuses for criminals. We're, we're really not. But you talk about the hypocrisy of it. Yep. It goes way deeper than that. Here's the hypocrisy of it. The cop who pulled over the guy smokes weed. The lawyer representing him smokes weed. And the judge up, up, up there also smokes weed, it seems like. And, and it just... The generalization and the stigma of marijuana is to a point now where it makes me sick to my stomach a me little too. bit. Yeah. And when I hear people talk about it, I feel like going, this is 2022. Stop talking like this. This is not Reef for Madness. Yep. Are we making some advances? We're making some advances, aren't we? We are. We're making tons of advances, and it really depends on what state you're in, mm -hmm. in a big part. You know, in, in Florida, we're a little bit slower than others. In everything. Um, but, you know, look at this country right now. We, well. we have, like, 38 medical states, like 18 legal states of marijuana, you know, and yet, you know, it's still a Schedule One sure. substance, mm -hmm. which to me is insane. Sure. You know. As, so. as a lawyer... Do you tell people you smoke marijuana? I mean, you have, you have your medical card? Right, yeah, I okay. have a medical card. So that does that ever turn off any uh, clients? Uh, most of my clients are in the cannabis industry, that so no, easy. you know, they, they really understand. I understand this plant. Uh -huh. um, I think it's it's a reason why I've been able to win some of the medical necessity cases I, I have because sure. I know so much of the benefits of it and have learned about it for so many years. You know, since the 90s, I was reading High Times, you know, learning sure. about all the different ailments and things like that yeah. 40 years ago in the sure. 90s. And now today it's all happening. Mm -hmm. it, it's really amazing to see. And it's a blessing and really the thing that keeps on pushing us now sure. is number one keeping people out of jail mm -hmm. um, it, we're doing a lot of stuff with with true leave and other yep. uh, my nonprofit two can of 420 yep. expunging records and stuff like that okay. of people so they can get jobs again because this mm -hmm. a crime for this is a lifelong sentence for people correct and correct. people don't realize that and it's 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 a lot of it is sad okay and so what about like for yourself okay you, you smoke marijuana recreationally correct well, I don't know. I wouldn't really consider um, cannabis to be a recreational substance in most ways. You know, I think it is something that you cannot use without getting medical benefits of it, right? And I know okay. uh, Steve D'Angelo and I have had this conversation before, but no matter what, when you inhale cannabis, you're reducing inflammation in your body. Mm -hmm. You're expanding your capillaries. You're relaxing your bodies mm -hmm. and you're affecting your endocannabinoid yeah. system. So, I, you know, the recreational use of it, I mean, if you're drinking alcohol, mm -hmm. you know, maybe you're doing some other hard drugs mm -hmm. and things like that. 
but I don't really see, you know, I, I have a hard time just defining recreational okay. use of cannabis. Understandable. Um, you know, for recreation, you know, I'll go kayaking or sure. skiing or something sure. like that. It, it, it makes sense. <laughs> so in essence, you're, the weed, you're a weed lawyer. I am. I am a cannabis lawyer. Okay. It was my destiny, and it's the reason why I became a lawyer. And, really? And I'm, so I'm you doing went it. to you you went to the bars and everything because you knew you wanted to represent marijuana as a lawyer. I, I wanted to legalize it and add a stigma on it and and help not only you know the criminalization of, of cannabis mm. as a substance, but also the hemp aspect of it. Because okay. again, it started with Jack Harris' book. Sure. So I am a believer in hemp and. I'm just ecstatic about what's going on around this country mm -hmm. right now, and I still think we're at, at the beginning points of that, mm -hmm. you know, that we're just touching the surface of what hemp can do. Definitely. But I'm, I'm a whole plant person. I believe in the plant as a whole mm -hmm. in all aspects. But yeah, absolutely I am. Um, it was my 100% my goal. And, and I believe in it and I'm lucky enough to be able to live it and, mm -hmm. and be able to help out so many people in this state and the patients that you help and the patients that you see every day sure. that get the medical benefits of it mm -hmm. that are doing things that they could never do before, I, I think is the most amazing thing that continues to push me and, and understand that we have to keep fighting for mm -hmm. it. It's an injustice that's disgusting uh -huh. that anyone should be in jail, in cuffs, looking over their shoulder because a cop is going to beat mm. their butt yeah. because they have cannabis on them. It has to stop, and, and we're the ones that have to do it. Absolutely. I'm blessed to have Mike Minardi, the weed the weed lawyer here. I don't think that's actually on his card, but... Uh, it pot may, guru. It, pot <laughs> guru. That makes, that makes... It sounds better. It sounds more creative. Yeah, there's an article I was fighting mm. about. I, I challenged the legislature when we first came out mm. with the vape pens and stuff. Uh -huh. and only concentrates and vapes in Florida and no smoking flour. Ignorant. You know, I, I was, that's, that's, it, it was like, that's <laughs> ignorant. You give people 88% yeah. THC and not, you know, yeah. whole flour. It's... It, is, it, is, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So can you give me an example of a case you would represent in court? Like I'm trying to think of a weed case, the angle. I can't really think of a case. Well, we have a few different types of scenarios right now. So we represent people currently in criminal cases. Okay. So one of the first things we started doing was the medical necessity okay. defense before it was legal is here it in Florida. Is it possession stuff too, or it's just people trying to get into the business or everything? No, no, possession, okay. trafficking. So okay. criminal offenses, absolutely. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what we started with, and that's really what I've, I've, I've had the greatest success with throughout the okay. country. Mm -hmm. Um, we've helped the majority, a lot of veterans in mm -hmm. the medical necessity issues mm -hmm. um, here in, in Florida uh, and also in Oklahoma yep. and Kansas. Uh, we do a lot of business enterprises now as well, head up, start up CBD companies mm -hmm. and things like that and work on the application process for MMTCs. Yep. We also do some civil litigation as well. So we have a couple cases challenging, you know, employees getting fired suspended for using medical cannabis correct, in the correct, state correct uh, we believe our amendment protects that it says that no one shall be subject to any civil liability or criminal liability or sanctions mm -hmm. and there's also a provision uh, that says the same reason why John Morgan got smoking here in the state correct it says not required to accommodate on-site use for employees so it's our position mm -hmm. and this has been held in Massachusetts in their language that that means that they are required to accommodate on-site off-site use sure. Right? Absolutely. You know, uh, so that's the problem. But with cannabis, it's not like other drugs. You know, mm -hmm. you use it on a Saturday, you're testing positive Monday, Tuesday of that week, exactly. next week, the week after. Exactly. So there's a big issue, and we want to make sure is okay, we're not condoning impairment in employment, mm -hmm. but a, a patient should be able to use cannabis sure. to smoke at night, to relieve pain on the weekend, yeah. and use it like they would any other medication. And that's not what's happening right now. Now, where are we in Florida, or maybe United States in general? You know, you, you talk about. You know, you know, getting caught with cannabis and having having your card. Um, 
I don't know where we're going to go recreationally with this. I don't know when it's going to happen. But if I have my medical card, as I do in my pocket right yeah. now, am I allowed to drive and smoke? Am I allowed to smoke inside my house? Am I allowed to smoke outside in a restaurant? What What are the parameters? I don't really know the rules. So a lot of people don't. Most very people don't, yeah. And I can tell you a lot of the cops don't really either. That's what I'm, I'm saying, um, yeah. So it is a really scary time right now. And I can say that law enforcement throughout the state, mm -hmm. you know, if you are a patient and you have it in your approved container from uh -huh. the medical marijuana mm -hmm. dispensary, you're probably not going to have a problem. Okay. Um, out and transporting it. Mm -hmm. Now, DUI or driving while smoking um, or even a passenger smoking in the okay. car is a no-no still. Okay. That, that, and that can is I illegal. say something? It should be. Yeah, it, it should be. Because DUI. Uh, listen, listen, it's a DUI. Do I think it impairs me? I don't. But I do understand that. I get yeah. that wholeheartedly. Well, and the studies, I think, show that depending on, especially if you're a, a, a regular user versus mm -hmm. a, an irregular user yes. or a new user. But actually, the NHTSA studies on, on cannabis and driving are mm -hmm. actually pretty pretty amazingly and not even close I've to seen alcohol. Studies, I've seen studies yeah. that they show somebody who doesn't drink and somebody who drinks, and they do the whole thing. Alcohol, they both were tearing everything up. Yeah. Then they took a non-smoker and a smoker. The, the non-smoker was tearing stuff up. The smoker looked like the Matrix. Yep. <laughs> okay, so I'm trying to think that I'm more on the matrix side than the non-smoker. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. And it's, so these, uh, it, it, you drive slower. Mm -hmm. You're a little bit more cautious. Mm -hmm. You know. Sure. Um, it, it, you leave more distance between vehicles. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting, but you know, it's not something that we condone. Impairment mm -hmm. under any substance, while you know you're risking other people's lives, is always not a sure. a, a good and human thing to sure. do. Um, so in your home, you're absolutely fine. In your property, I have no problem okay. with it on private property. On friends or other people's mm -hmm. private property, no problem. We actually, you know, like like you guys have here and like mm -hmm. in other places, yep. have patient-friendly areas for people to use cannabis because yep. it should be. It should be, absolutely. Uh, you know, there's no way, real reason why people should be ostracized for using their medical cannabis. Absolutely. So the the laws are pretty open on it. Um, most law enforcement is not messing with people unless it's not in their improved containers. Yeah, yeah. Um, we do have a couple cases where uh, cops went into a residence and they saw cannabis, you know, not in approved containers. They said it didn't look like medical, so they arrested people. Um, we have had people call us about having joints rolled mm -hmm. and they're traveling with them, even though they bought them from the dispensary yeah, yeah, because yeah. they weren't in the approved sure, containers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were illegal, which I have a very you know interesting issue with. Mm -hmm. um, and cops going into a residence, we had someone call and they ended up dismissing the case, but they went into the residence and the people didn't have it in their container. It was instead the container form, the dispensary was there, mm -hmm. but the wax and stuff was in the dab rig and out on the thing know, yeah, and yeah. they tried to charge them with that saying well it wasn't in the approved container it's like well they have to be able to use it somehow what if they were right? just about to smoke it exactly you know in their I mean? own home <laughs> that's that. amazing um same thing so so those are the problems that we're having you know now it, it's a big question because of what the legalization of hemp you know really is it better to say I, i'm a medical marijuana patient yeah. or i'm a i have hemp on me uh, because it's really impossible for law enforcement to prove literally that you have yeah. don't know it's hemp if i give you hemp and marijuana in this hand nobody can tell the difference not by smell not by looks not by touch the whole thing and that's everybody's like well you can't smoke in your car and go well what if i am smoking hemp correct i mean it's like smoking a cigarette it's the same thing 
So it, the cops are in a funny in a funny place now. L let me and, and, and it really it comes to cops, and then it becomes a a an investigative technique by them. Mm -hmm. Do you have any hemp in your car? Stuff like that mm. to get you to admit or acknowledge sure. that it's not hemp and it's marijuana. So the smart thing, if you mm. do get pulled over and you're in that situation, you're not a medical patient, you don't have yeah. it in your approved container, it's hemp, it's hemp, it's hemp. They're not gonna test it. That's it. And even if they do test mm -hmm. it, most labs in the state of Florida ha do not have the ability, and these are Florida Department of Law Enforcement labs, uh -huh. have the ability to test for percentage of THC. Really? So they'd have to send it out to a third-party lab like Method Testing, ACS, or Katya, mm -hmm. or something like that to do it. And with that becomes an added additional cost sure. for them. Sure. So a lot of areas and localities aren't are charging for misdemeanor okay. amounts of cannabis. Okay. Now I told you I was gonna I wasn't gonna ask you any questions yeah. you can't answer. I'm gonna try it out now. Uh oh. Where you're sitting in the lounge of a, a kava and kratom bar. Okay. Are you are, you know anything about kava and kratom? Yes, absolutely. Okay, good. Uh, they've been messing with kava and kratom for quite a while now. This the name of this podcast is the Plant Power Podcast. Yes. This is from a plant. Kava is from a plant. Marijuana is a plant. Why are they going after plants, especially uh, the ones that, especially the plants that do good things for you if done the right way? Hold, hold on. They do good things for you <laughs> done yeah. the right way. Yeah. Those are probably your two reasons. Is that why? Well, honestly, I think it's big pharma and it's big money, industry. That's all it is. I, I mean, it's sad. Because this, this replaces alcohol. It, it, it replaces, replaces alcohol. alcohol. And you know what? I had a client who had exactly like this, and he was early on. Mm -hmm. um, it was Natural Life, a, a dog bar up in Tallahassee. Uh -huh. And so it was kind of cool. He provided a volcano. He provided little um, puffcos, okay. you know, for people to come in. Sure, they could yeah, do yeah. a gram of, of flour. Yeah, they yeah. could get wax of CBD, of mm -hmm. course, at the time. And um, it was great. We were sitting in there one day, and there were a couple girls in there, and they were like, this place is great. Yeah. You know, there's no drunk guys hitting on yeah, you. Yeah. And it was just like, that's right. Like, that's exactly right. And, and this should be, <laughs> and, and, and honestly, it's a war on the people again. Mm -hmm. It's a war against nature, and it's a war of money and greed mm -hmm. through the pharmaceutical companies. And, you know, unfortunately, I don't think, you know, we're much different on. We're seeing it on a much greater scale right mm -hmm. now with the COVID vaccine. Mm -hmm. I mean, these pharmaceutical companies are making hand over fist yes, to allegedly save lives from a pandemic mm -hmm. that everyone's desperate about. But yeah, we're going to keep on pocketing, Correct. you know, monies. And I don't agree with that under any circumstances. Mm -hmm. And that's why I believe in home grow, you know, when you get back sure. to that, because mm -hmm. it's taking your health and wellness back into your own hands. Sure. And and I think, you know, eventually hopefully people can do that with kava and, mm -hmm. and, and kratom and things. Mm -hmm. And I've heard great, you know, uh, responses mm -hmm. with regards to getting off of opiates. Sure. And, you know, they just lost how many lawsuits now? Opiate manufacturers. So yeah. it, it's time. It's time. Yeah, and it's yeah, awareness it and people being, I guess, if you want to call it woke. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like woke. You could be too woke. I don't. I don't know anymore. I just don't like labels for myself. I just don't like labels I, for me. You know what I mean? I don't N like any labels either. I, I agree. It's I the like, end. We're all humans. I don't like labels in in politics or anything. I yeah. really just don't. I just like. I'm just me. Yeah. With me, with my opinion, and 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 that and that's about it. So they're not going to mess with my kratom, right? You they know, try. They, they've been trying. They and try. They, and they keep on getting kicked back so mm -hmm. far. So. Um, I do expect regulations to come on them at some point. Uh -huh. Some states are starting to do it. I haven't seen anything here in Florida yet, mm. but um, you know, the more exposure it gets, mm. uh, the more likely it is. Sure. 
I, I consider myself friends with Joe Redner. You know Joe mm -hmm. Redner, uh, quite the businessman in this area, the owner of Mons Venus and a lot of other things in the area as well, probably most known for Mons Venus. Yep. And he's been fighting for homegrown for a while. You know, Joe Redner had cancer a few times. Yep. And I used to go to his gym back in the day and Joe Redner looked at me two, three times and goes, dude, I would be dead if not for marijuana. He said that to me three times. And he's yep. been fighting for homegrown. Like, what is the mentality behind not allowing somebody to put a seed in some, in, in some dirt when you can go to the dispensary down the street? Well, this is an evil plant. You have to remember that. <laughs> yes, it is, it is, so then you'll be able to sell it, and yeah. they won't be able to control it, and they oh, won't get Jesus. their tax yeah, dollars right. off that of it. That makes it evil, doesn't it? And the dispensaries who are against it, they're going to lose money mm -hmm. because you know everyone's going to start growing it. Correct. You know now, even though in every state that we've seen that doesn't happen. I'm it's, not going to start uh, growing. 3%. It's hard to grow it. It's if, hard if, to grow yeah, it. Ninety percent. <laughs> if people who start it, they'll be like. This stuff is half as good as even the bad stuff in yeah. the dispensaries, and they're going to go buy it. And it's cheaper, and it's easier. A buddy of mine's growing it, okay? And he's like, I'm getting into this, and I'm growing, and we're going to have some more in a month. And I'm like, dude, I just I go down the street, I care leave, and you, you get, you know, you get $10 an eighth sometimes. Like, what are you wasting your time for? Yeah. Like, unless you're going to become that guy. Right. Like, I would really rather link up with somebody who I know is a great farmer and does it that way and then throw my money in didn't think you're gonna succeed by growing in your house and become something you know what I mean yeah and, and especially if you're not really putting significant time into Correct. it you're working full-time and mm -hmm. or you have kids or anything like that it's not gonna be a huge you know a, a huge boom in the state sure. of Florida everyone's not gonna be cultivating certain people will you know some people like to have their strains I mm -hmm. gotta say a lot of my clients that I've had over the years mm -hmm. especially patients they had cultivated their strain their uh -huh. specific train that worked for them for years mm -hmm. they knew it was the best for them or they had multiple for their mm -hmm. different ailments you know so I, I can see people doing that but those are people that, that have the time and the know-how mm -hmm. exact 90% of the time mm -hmm. you know it, and we say it how many people grow their own tomatoes you know, know I, which I, are hard, I mean, they're not hard to do it's not, not hard to do well you know it depends if you want to get enough that's, to eat every day that's that's true <laughs> well, I guess if you want it to be pure and without you know unscathed that's the way to do it but I just I'm just too busy personally got Mike Minardi here yeah. talking about marijuana and where marijuana is going now recreational marijuana from I'm hearing from people in the know some people are saying this year people are saying in the next two years yeah. what do ham and eggers like me what can we do to expedite this thing a little bit because it just seems like we've been talking about this for 10 years now oh, we have been in yeah. Florida while every other place has been doing we've been mm -hmm. waiting yeah um, it took us so long to get our medical program up. There's so many problems with it. But really, people need to join regulateflorida.com. Okay. Um, join us there. Follow us on Facebook and get involved. You know, we're in a lull right now because um, petitions season is kind of ending. Okay. The Division of Elections has the end till the end of the month okay. to tally all the uh, petitions we've we've sent in. We're hoping that we'll be somewhere. Um, you know, have a decent amount. We don't think we're going to. What's be able your goal? Our goal was to get to Supreme Court review, but okay. we, um, we started at the end of September, mm -hmm. so we only had a couple months to do so. So we'll see. We probably won't be there, okay. um, but we're going to be starting again February 2nd for 2024. Okay. So we will have a full two years to be able to get sure, the signatures yeah. for that. Um, we're hoping to be able to get to Supreme Court with review within the first couple mm -hmm. months. Um, we have paid petitioners That's waiting. all signatures? Yep, all signatures. It's the amount of signatures you get? Correct. And what is a number? Because I see people, I see some of your people yep. 
everywhere at, yep. at a lot of the cannabis uh, events your yep. people are there i mean what number are you looking for so uh to supreme court review we need two hundred and twenty-five thousand, right so and then um you know for full to get it on the ballot we mm -hmm. need uh 1.2 million if you create the error rate in okay. there about 891,000 sure, yeah. valid so 1.2 million um, we luckily um, still have a significant portion of funds that sure. truly have donated okay. and sunshine cannabis donated so we're going to be kicking off uh february 2nd that day a bunch of events going on okay. in florida mm -hmm. and we'll pay petitioners out on the street and be in all the true leaf stores sure. again and, and and start going again and, yeah, and really pushing hard this time and with the timeline to be able to do it so okay. we're excited about it so people want to get involved sign the petition, regulateflorida.com. Mm -hmm. We need volunteers, we need donations, and, and we need man hours and people to, mm -hmm. to help us get out there at events and you know, uh, just get the word out. Well, you're, you're becoming one of the voices for marijuana and I, I like to be myself. And um, you know, when this comes up, this February thing comes up, I'd like you to come back, you know I what will. I mean? And then we could, like, I would like to help push this going forward. Like, I'm, you know, I'm on the radio on a sports yep. station or else I would help you out with that too. It's just marijuana and sports aren't really conducive. <laughs> if I was in the bone still, I'd have had you on there we'd have talked about it, you know what I mean? Yep. But on a sports radio show, my bosses don't like that that much, you know what I mean? So <laughs> it's more of a podcast thing. But when that date starts coming up and to start pushing those numbers, I would love you to come back and start trying to elevate those numbers. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, we're only a month away, and the way time's been flying, it'll be here tomorrow. Absolutely. So it's amazing. We appreciate, you know, this exposure yeah, is, yeah, yeah. is huge, and we're really excited to get this done for the people mm -hmm. of Florida. And, and really stop the arrest of people mm -hmm. and Seriously. the harassment of people mm -hmm. for the odor of cannabis. And, and we know we can get it done. The people of Florida want mm -hmm. it. We, you brought up John Morgan. I brought up uh, mm -hmm. Joel Redner. Who are some of the other big name advocates in this area for, for marijuana? I can't think of too many more. Honestly, no, there, there's really, really not. Um, we, we need more people to get out there and be exposed and not be sure. afraid to support it. I can say when I started, you know, there was only one other attorney in the state that I knew that was pushing mm -hmm. it, Norm Kent, who was part of Normal. Um, most courtrooms I walked into, the judges looked at me and thought I was crazy. So it, it's great to see the progress that we've made, yeah. uh, absolutely. But we have a long way to go and mm -hmm. it, don't be afraid to get out, get involved. You know, we need everybody mm -hmm. to do so. And, and the stigma's gone. Just get out and do it. Mm -hmm. uh, the cool thing is I'm also running for office. I'm running for House of Representatives. Really? Um, and, and I'm running as a Republican. Okay. And the best thing about that is all the Republicans that are typically um, not out of the closet. They're more so for against. Cannabis. They're more so against cannabis than at least publicly. Yes, publicly. Um, yes. It's great hearing all the Republicans. They smoke the same amount. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is great hearing yes. all the Republicans coming out to yeah. me and saying, "I'm glad someone on our side of the fence is standing up for this." So. But listen, like like I said earlier, I don't like labels. Yep. I don't like Democrat. I agree. I'm not either. I'm just letting you know that. Now, if I had to run for office, it would have to probably pick one or the other. You have no choice. You have no choice. I get that, but. Like what you said, and I, I, I like what you said. Like, the, if, you, if you ask me who's against marijuana, Democrats, Republicans, I go Republicans. Yep. But I like the fact that we need some Republicans that are on our side now. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Because it's, it's always been Democrats do all this and Republicans do all this. We need some people in the middle that are, that are crossing over. Yep. And I think that's what's wrong with our country. 
<laughs> one of the things anyways. I agree. We're creating labels and, and separating and segregating each other mm -hmm. more so mm -hmm. than we are bringing people together. Sure. And this is a time where we need to do the opposite. No doubt. Like more than ever. You know, I, I have visions of community farms and things like that yep. to help feed people sure. and, and stuff. And, and the only way that we can do that is together, working together mm -hmm. as a race and, and as people, mm -hmm. you know, and as humans, not judging mm -hmm. or, or really as long as you're not hurting someone sure. else or invading someone's space, mm -hmm. privacy or, or well-being. Mm -hmm then, you know, do yourself. One race. One race, man. Mike Renardi, the weed lawyer, holla at him. He's a, he's a man. Plant Power Podcast. Peace out.